الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولو أن أهل القراء آمنوا واتقوا لفتحنا عليهم بركات من السماء والأرض ولكن كذبوا فأخذناهم بما كانوا يكسبون قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مصرفتك رضا من كرام رضاً للدرس There are some things which every single person aspires for every person hopes he becomes a recipient of it every person understands that this is something very very desirable something that must be acquired every person referring to every person with iman every person who has some understanding of deen who has some concept of akhirat so among those things that every person understands and wants to have it is barakat we've all heard of barakat we all desire the barakat and especially if somebody gives us dua for barakat in our wealth then that makes us very very happy so no doubt barakat in everything barakat is indeed something to be very very greatly aspired for how much it must be aspired for this is something we can gauge from the duas of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam when something is to be acquired to be achieved to be aspired for something that is very desirable and the thing is to ask from allah taala and nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam what he would ask for would only be the very most important things won't be something of secondary importance and nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam by means of his dua his duas are ta'lim the ta'lim of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he's teaching the ummah so many things in the duas of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam which are lessons so if you look into the duas of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam that itself will be a very very clear gauge of how much we have to be aspiring for this barakat and then what is this barakat all about is what we need to understand in one dua that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to make other part that is relevant to this discussion is only one portion <coughs> but nevertheless this dua is extremely important also filled with so much in it so very briefly just part of the dua rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to make this dua allahumma allif baina qulubina ya allah unite our hearts allif baina qulubina qran this ulfat this mutual love between our hearts وَأَصْلِحْ ذَاتَ بَيْنِنَا Ya Allah, reconcile between us. Now how much the ummah is indeed of this dua in this time and age. وَأَصْلِحْ ذَاتَ بَيْنِنَا وَهْدِنَا سُبُلَ السَّلَامِ Ya Allah, guide us to the pathways of peace. And that, those pathways that will take us 
to Dar as Salaam, to Jannah. And thereafter, Rasulullah, the part that is relevant to our discussion, the Bismillah is then making dua for Barkat. Barkat in what? Allahumma barik lana fi asma'ina wa absarina wa qulubina wa azwajina wa dhurriyatina wa tub alayna innaka anta tawwabur rahim waj'alna shakirina li ni'matik musnina biha qabiliha wa atimmaha alina This portion in between Ya Allah grant us barakat in our hearing grant us barakat in our sight Grant us barakat in our hearts. Then grant us barakat in our spouses. Grant us barakat in our children. Subhanallah, can we imagine how comprehensive this dua is? Nabi Islam is asking for barakat. What is today say? Allah grant us barakat in everything. Everything is everything. It encompasses everything. But Nabi Islam is separately highlighting some things. Show the importance of this, and when a person wants some special barakat in some things, then he takes it by name. Many a times we ask somebody, make dua for me, say, my name is so and so also. If you remember my name, make dua for me by name. We feel that there will be little bit something more for us in it. Whereas if the person makes general dua for everybody, he will be included in everybody. So here also everything, the dua is for barakat in everything, that too is fine. But there are certain highlights. But now this is teaching us the importance of barakat. What is barakat we will not have to just understand. But in this dua, Ya Allah give us barakat in our hearing, sight, in our heart, in our spouses, in our children. Then it's reported in the Hadith Sharif, when the first fruit of the season would be brought to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa It's the first fruit of the season. So now out of the respect for Rasulullah out of love for him. Whoever's orchard, whoever's tree, one fruit came out, the first fruit, he would pluck it, he would come straight to Rasulullah with it. Nabi would take that fruit in his hand and he'd make dua. Allahumma bariklana fi madinatina wa fi simarina wa fi muddina wa fi sa'ina wa barakatam ma'a barakatin. Ya Allah grant us barakat in our city, city of Madina Munawwara. Allah grant us barakat in our fruit. Simar, literally one meaning is fruit. But summer, the plural of which is simar, is not confined to fruit. Anything and everything that is a source of benefit for a person also comes in on a secondary level. But this is primarily because it was the fruit. Ya Allah grant us barakat in our fruit, in our crops. Allah grant us barakat in those measures that we use to weigh the grain, to weigh the crops. Fi muddina wa sa'ina. Allah grant us barakat upon barakat. Who is asking this dua? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Allah grant us barakat upon barakat. Multiplied barakat. And then we find in numerous instances, various occasions, dua for barakat. Somebody gets married, Nabi Islam's dua. Barakallahu lak wa baraka alayk. Barakallahu fikuma wa baraka alaykuma wa jama'a baynakuma bil khair. But barakat. Allah Ta'ala grant barakat in this union. Allah Ta'ala grant barakat in you and on you. 
Barakat, dua for barakat at the time of that nikah. Person has eaten food. He's already eaten it. But now the dua, Allahumma barik lana fihi wa at'imna khairam min. Now what is eaten, grant us barakat in it. You've already eaten it, Ya Allah grant us barakat in it. And grant us something better to eat also. Person has consumed some milk. Dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Allahumma barik lana fihi wa zidna min. Allah grant us barakat. We've already consumed it. After drinking the milk. Because that barakat is what's going to make it productive. What's going to make it nourishing. Allah grant us barakat in this. Allah grant us more of this to drink. Because there's nothing greater than milk in terms of nourishment. Now all these, these are just some examples. Person uh, eats at somebody's place. So now he's to make dua for the host. Nabi Sassam taught dua. Allahumma barik lahum. Allah grant them barakat, barik lahum, in whatever you, what risk you've given them, forgive them, have mercy on them, but start it off with barakat again. So all, in every instance we find, these are just some little examples here and there that we are taking, but it's filled with the same lesson, barakat. So this barakat is something to be tremendously aspired for. Everybody understands to some extent barakat means something good. We all ask for barakat. But the thing is, what is the reality of this barakat? This is from the understanding of this dua, we understand that this is something very important. Allah's Nabi Wasallam is always asking for barakat. And so much of asking of barakat and giving dua of barakat, repeatedly giving dua of barakat. So what is the barakat all about? The barakat... One aspect of this barakat is that sometimes the quantity of something might increase. Sometimes the quantity might not increase, but it will become very much more productive. The quantity will be the same, it will become very much more productive. This is one, in one aspect. The barakat has a very wide meaning. The barakat in everything is the goodness in it. The goodness in something is the barakat in it. And if a person truly wants the goodness in something, then he must make dua for the barakat in it. So the goodness in a person's home, what is the purpose of that home? The home is called maskan, place of sukoon. So the purpose of that home is that it must be a place of peace, tranquility, sukoon. If there is barakat in that home, there will be sukoon in it then it will serve the purpose for what it's supposed to be. If there's barakat in it, then a person will come home and feel at home. Otherwise, if there's no barakat, then a person will be at home and feeling like running away from home. The barakat is out of it. The marriage, a person got married, what is the purpose of getting married? Allah Ta'ala mentions this in the Quran Sharif. I mean, ayatihi an khalaqa lakum min anfusikum azwajal litaskunu ilayha. Allah Ta'ala created spouses for you, created wives for the husband, created husbands for wives, who created spouses for you, litaskunu ilayha. So that you may attain sukoon, attain peace, that tranquility, that satisfaction. Now, if that is missing, something is not happening there, it means the barakat is not there. Something has to be still done to bring the barakat in. The barakat is missing. So something has to be still done to bring the barakat into that marriage. At the time of that nikah, Nabi Sallallahu gave dua for barakat. 
And this is a dua he taught, Barakallahu lak wa baraka alayk. And the object of that nikah is sukoon, tranquility, peace, contentment. So why is that missing? Something is missing. Barakat is, something is out of place. So everything, what it's meant to be for, what is the objective, what it's supposed to produce, when that goodness of it is coming, there's barakat in it. When it's coming for the purpose of what it's meant to be. And otherwise, then it means that barakat, something is missing, something has gone wrong somewhere, due to which the barakat is not there. So now that place of sukoon is no more place of sukoon. That union of sukoon is no more place of sukoon for the person. So now the question is that where does this barakat come from? How does it come? What brings this barakat? So what brings this barakat? The Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala gives us the prescription already. That how will this barakat come? The Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala mentions, وَلَوْ أَنَّ أَهْلَ الْقُرَاءَ آمَنُوا وَاتَّقَوْا لَفَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَلَكِنْ كَذَّبُوا فَأَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يُسِبُوا that had the people of the villages around Makkah Mukarramah, had they accepted Iman, had they brought Iman, this is the foundation. Without this Iman, there is no good in anything. Outwardly, anything can seem whatever it is, but without that Iman, it's doomed to failure and disaster. Without that Iman, if a person has left this dunya, then no matter what he did in this world, how good it might have seemed outwardly, but it's worth nothing. Worth absolutely nothing. So the most important thing and the foundation of everything is Iman. But together with the Iman, Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَوْ أَنَّ أَهْلَ الْقُرَاءَ آمَنُوا That Iman and Taqwa. They got Iman, and together with the Iman, they adopted Taqwa. Then, لَفَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ barakat, barakat, the same word, barakat, the plural of it. We would have opened out the barakat of the heavens and the earth for them. We would have opened out the barakat of the heavens and the earth for them. This opening out happens in two ways. In this ayat, Allah Ta'ala says the word barakat. On what? On iman and taqwa. In another place in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala mentioned a similar thing. But in a different context. That Falamma Nasu Mazukirubihi Fatahna Alehim Abuaba Kullishay. That when the people they forgot what they were reminded about, meaning the commands of Allah Ta'ala, the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala is reminding them, bringing them to calling them to Allah Ta'ala, but they're ignoring it. What was the result of it? Allah Ta'ala says, Falamma Nasu Mazukirubihi Fatahna Alehim Abuaba Kullishay. We opened out the doors of everything for them. Now everything is just pouring for them. Now here also Allah Ta'ala says, فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ We would have opened out the barakat of the heavens and the earth. Here Allah Ta'ala says, we opened out the doors of everything for them. This is a very, very difficult one. Very, very difficult to distinguish that which door has opened. The door of barakat, other is the door of azab actually. It's a very, very difficult one to distinguish. But yet at the same time, the same ayat has given us that distinguishing line. 
that if a person together with the bounties of Allah Ta'ala, this is driving him closer to Allah Ta'ala. He's enjoying the ni'mas of Allah Ta'ala, but he's making shukr. Shukr verbally, shukr in action. He's getting more obedient to Allah Ta'ala. Before things were fine, and unfortunately he was performing maybe four Ramazans a day, he was missing one. Now things opened out, he's making his fajr also. And before he was maybe making some tilawah, not making, and he was making some effort for deen, not making, whatever. Now things opened out, he said, Allah Ta'ala opened out things for me, I must do more for deen now. This has become a rahmat. This is barakatim minas sama'i wal ard. That it is driving him closer to Allah Ta'ala. And Allah forbid that the more it's opening out, he was making five namazes, now he's making four. Then he started opening out more, now he started making three namazes. First he was making every namaz with takbir ula, now he started missing the jamaat also. At first there was never a thought of any time any salah become qaza, now it's becoming qaza as well. And then previously there was never a thought about that he will shake a hand of a na-mahram. Impossible. Some non-mahram woman, I will shake hands with her. How can it happen? But now for the sake of a deal, he says, but now how you go to now? The club is a woman, now I have to shake hands. So if this is becoming the situation that previously the sins that he didn't commit, because things are opening out, now those sins are coming in life. That previously the things that he didn't imagine in terms of missing out, in terms of his salah, other aspects of deen, and now those things are getting missed out, and this is a very dangerous situation. This Allah forbid can be, فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ then a very very severe warning Allah Ta'ala gives thereafter. حَتَّى إِذَا فَرِحُوا بِمَا أُوتُوا أَخَذْنَاهُمْ بَغْتَةً فَإِذَا هُمْ مُبْلِسُونَ Then when the person becomes very proud and arrogant over that which has come, he says, nobody like me, I have everything now. Allah Ta'ala says, أَخَذْنَاهُمْ بَغْتَةً We grabbed hold of them suddenly. Suddenly. Allah Ta'ala protect us, Allah Ta'ala save us. The ibrats and the lessons are throughout the world in front of our eyes. How things turn around in a moment. How things turn around in a day. One day before a person was in certain condition, one day later what is the situation? One flood comes, one cyclone comes, something else happens, something or the other. Allah Ta'ala keep us in afiyat. Allah Ta'ala protect our iman, amal, life, health, wealth, protect every person. But this is ibrat, this is something to take lessons from. So the barakat comes, the barakat comes, then it drives the person further to the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Barakat comes with the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. And when the barakat comes, it takes the person closer to Allah Ta'ala. So this is that prescription of barakat in the Qur'an Sharif Allah Ta'ala is giving us. If they bring iman and taqwa. Now all those things again that we discussed, that house, we want the barakat of that house, that home. The barakat of that home is there must be sukoon in it. But that sukoon also will come with iman and taqwa. But if that home is now a place of, you don't know whether it's a movie theater or what it is, so that taqwa is, doesn't fit in that place. How is the sukoon going to come? That sukoon will come when there's iman and taqwa in that home. When the a'mal of taqwa in the home. Taqwa essentially is staying away from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. So to the extent that they will be, things will be far away from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. And to the extent that they will be the a'mal of deen, to that extent that sukoon will come alive in their home. That 
marriage, we want the barakat of that marriage. That barakat of that marriage, the Bismillahirrahmanirrahim taught us dua, right at the time of that nikah, barakat for it. Barakallahu lak wa baraka alayk. The barakat of that marriage is litaskunu ilayha, that sukoon. But that too will only happen on the foundation of iman and taqwa. Without that it won't happen. Otherwise, it's like a person planting thorns and he wants roses to grow out of it. Plant thorns, how roses are going to grow out of it? So that iman and taqwa, taqwa is a very comprehensive aspect. Everything of deen is already in it. The taqwa in a home would be that that home is run the way deen requires. That taqwa in that marriage is that what Allah Ta'ala has taught, granted us that knowledge in the Qur'an Sharif about how a person should treat his wife, for example. وَعَاشِرُوهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ فَإِنْ كَرِهِتُمُوهُنَّ فَعَسَىٰ أَنْ تَكْرَهُوا شَيْئًا وَيَجْعَلَ اللَّهُ فِي خَيْرًا كَثِيرًا That treat them kindly in this dunya. You might dislike something about them. But Allah Ta'ala perhaps has put good for you in what you dislike. Allah Ta'ala is saying. Allah Ta'ala is interceding on behalf of His servants. Treat them kindly. وَعَاشِرُوهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ A person takes this ayat to heart. He'll benefit from the barakat of nikah. Because he's taken the word of Allah Ta'ala to heart. And barakat comes only from Allah Ta'ala. In Bukhari Sharif there is a riwayat, Al-Barakatu min Allah. Baraka only from Allah Ta'ala. It's not purchased from anywhere. It's not on any supermarket shelf. You can't buy it online. You can only buy it through the direct connection from Allah Ta'ala. Nowhere else is barakat available. Persons can put the whole dunya together, but he can't purchase one iota of barakat anywhere. Barakat comes from Allah Ta'ala alone. Al-Barakatu min Allah. And how that barakat will come from Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala has spelled it out. That iman and taqwa. And taqwa is now a very, very broad concept. In everything, the taqwa of that aspect. For example, barakat comes through halal earnings. To the extent that that earning has been halal, tayyib, to that extent it will bring barakat. What is the barakat of the earning? The barakat of that earning is that it serves the purpose of taking care of a person's needs with afiyat, with suhulat. The barakat of that earnings is that it becomes a means of good for him, good for others. His family members, other near and dear ones, others in need. It becomes a good for him, good for them. The barakat of that earning is it starts taking him closer to Allah Ta'ala because of how he uses it. How he utilizes that wealth it takes him closer to Allah Ta'ala. But now he's using it in a way that's becoming a means of gaining the akhirat, earning the rewards of akhirat. So now that's the barakat of that wealth. But how it'll come? It'll come through halal earning. In one hadith, Rasulullah says that al-bayyani bil khiyar ma'alam yatafarraqa. This is a masla that is being explained, but just to go on. Nabi Salaam then says, فَإِن بَيَّنَا وَالصَّدَقَ that the buyer and seller, if both have been completely transparent, both have been totally honest, nobody is deceiving the other, there is no fraud involved, there is no deception, there is no kind of some underhand thing carrying on, both have been completely transparent, both have been completely honest to each other. They will be granted barakat in their transaction. But, فَإِن كَتَمَا وَكَذَبَ مُحِقَتْ بَرَكَةُ بَيْعِهِمَا If somebody is lying, somebody is just hiding some fault, or covering up something, 
Nabi Salaam says the barakat of their transaction has been destroyed. Now the sale has taken place. Somebody made a killing also. Nabi Salaam is saying the barakat has been destroyed. In one hadith it is mentioned the person takes atoms, oaths, to try and get something sold. Now often these oaths come in a... it will involve some kind of exaggeration. Generally this will be the case. The person says, I'm promising you, this is it. He was so clear about it, he wouldn't have to promise anything. Be straightforward and open. Nabi Salaam mentions about these kind of oaths. Where there's some kind of exaggeration in it, sometimes it's blatantly false, Allah forbid. Nabi Salaam says, Munafiqatun lisil'a, mumhiqatun lilbarakah. That he'll get the merchandise sold. The sale will happen. The figures will keep turning. But mumhiqatun lilbarakah. It will be destroying the barakah and blessings. So the figures are not everything. The sale is not everything. That the sale happens, so it's fine. That's the, that's the objective. That's the ultimate. But that's not the ultimate. The figures are not the ultimate. In that context, the ultimate is the barakat. If the barakat is there, then it doesn't matter how much the figures were. Allah Ta'ala will make that very productive for a person. So this barakat, this is what has to be aspired for, but it will come only in this manner. What Allah Ta'ala has given us in the Quran Sharia. It will come with iman and taqwa. And then in every aspect, how that has to be done. In this hadith, in this dua that we discussed earlier, Allahumma baritana fi asma'ina wa absarina. Ya Allah, give us barakat in our hearing. What is the barakat in a hearing? That a person can hear something from very, very far away. Maybe the ordinary person can hear something 100 meters away. He can hear one kilometer away. Fine, that too in a way is good. MashaAllah, he's got very sharp hearing. But the barakat in the hearing is that now he will listen to that which is good for him. He will hear that which will take him closer to Allah Ta'ala. He will listen to that which will become a source of khair for him in dunya and akhirat. Barik lana fi amsarina. Allah grant us barakat in our sight. This is a very big question in this time and age. How much barakat is there in my sight? Each one can answer the question for himself. How much do I look into the Quran Sharif of this sight? That's the barakat of this sight. How much do I look into the Quran Sharif? How much do I look at... For example, in the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned, a person looks at his parents with the gaze of love, then this brings the reward of one Hajj and Umrah for him. Now that's part of the barakat of the gaze with the gaze of love. Unfortunately, how often that gaze is the gaze of anger, gaze of what not. Now the barakat of that sight, that is looking at the Quran Sharif, look at what Allah Ta'ala has made permissible to look at, Looking at what's beneficial for one in dunya and akhirat. But if that gaze is looking at haram, that gaze is looking at all the filth, then the barakat is far away from the gaze. Now he needs to bring barakat in that gaze. Because that is going to not just destroy the gaze, it's going to destroy the heart also. And therefore the next thing Nabi Islam asks for, وَبَارِكْ لَنَا فِي قُلُوبِنَا اللَّهُمَ بَارِكْ لَنَا فِي أَسْمَاعِنَا وَأَبْصَارِنَا وَقُلُوبِنَا Allah grant us barakat in our hearts. What is the barakat of the heart? One is the physical barakat. Heart ticks properly. It does its function well. Alhamdulillah, that too is part of it. But the real barakat of that heart is that that heart becomes a heart. We use this expression also sometimes. Tell somebody, have a heart. If he turns around and say, well, last time I went to the cardiologist, he said, heard it ticking. So he says, no, you didn't understand what I'm saying. The cardiologist, even if he didn't find it ticking, I took my hand through, I'll find it ticking. 
So that heart have a heart has a different meaning. Here also the heart will become a heart. It will become a heart like the Ahle Dil. The people who have true hearts. The hearts which are filled with the love of Allah Ta'ala. The heart which is filled with the sifat of Iman. That heart which is filled with taqwa, with tawakkul and trust in Allah Ta'ala. With khashiyat and fear of Allah Ta'ala. That heart which is filled with the love of Allah Ta'ala. That heart which is filled with compassion and kindness. That heart which is filled with all the beautiful noble qualities of the of Islam and Iman. That heart becomes a heart. That's the barakat of the heart. That heart is now filled with that, com- with that tranquility and that peace. The person doesn't have to look for artificial entertainment to keep himself entertained. His heart is at peace with Allah Ta'ala. He needs to, doesn't need to go and look for something else outside to entertain him. His entertainment, he doesn't need anything. That peace of his heart is Allah bi zikrillahi tatma'innul qulub. That in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala do the heart get peace. If there's barakat in the heart, it'll get the peace out of the zikr. So this is the thing to be aspired for. The barakat. And barakat comes with this prescription. Iman and taqwa. To the extent of iman and taqwa, to that extent this barakat will come. Barakat will come in a person's life. He needs barakat in his life. Barakat in his health. Barakat in his wealth. Barakat in his family. Barakat in his progeny. Barakat in everything. But that barakat will come in this manner. Among the things that are very important in regard to this barakat, is barakat regarding the barakat of time. We started off on this dua right at the beginning, the month of Rajab Yain. Nabi Islam made this dua also. Allahumma barikana fi Rajabim wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. Upon sighting the moon of Rajab, dua of barakat. Allah grant us barakat in the months of Rajab and Sha'ban. What is the barakat of the months of Rajab and Sha'ban? The barakat of Rajab and Sha'ban is the preparation of Ramadan. That a person starts now building himself up for the Mubarak month of Ramadan. Because that's a very Mubarak month. In the Hadith Sharif of Ramadan, when Nabi Islam addressed the Sahaba Ikram, and he said to them, قَدْ أَذَلَّكُمْ شَهْرٌ عَظِيمٌ شَهْرٌ Mubarak. That a very great month has come upon you. Very Mubarak, very blessed month. Now in the months of Rajab and Shaban, Dua Allah grant us Barakat. This is the Barakat. Among other things, this is the Barakat. That a person now prepares himself for the month of Ramadan. What is the preparation? He starts making sincere Tawbah istighfar. Whatever mistakes he made, whatever something got caught up in, starts making Tawbah, giving up all those things. Starts becoming conscious of Ramadan. Ramadan is coming. How am I going to meet Allah Ta'ala in this Mubarak month? Allah Ta'ala give life to remain present till that time. So I need to now be ready for that. A person imagine it's his wedding day. Certain date is fixed for his wedding. Then you don't have to tell him now how many days left and how long more. He is counting the seconds. It's still one month away but he's counting the seconds already. And his preparation is happening earnestly. And when the time comes he's fully ready for that day. Because it's the time of his nikah. So that's a nikah, it's a great ibadat, a sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sunnah of the Anbiya Ali sallallahu alayhi indeed, this is a very great thing. But while that preparation is in its place, the month of Ramadan Allah Ta'ala gave us for the servant to be connected to his Rabb. That is a bond of two insan. And indeed, it's a very sacred bond. It's a very sacred bond and a bond that 
has great baraka in it. It requires this preparation as well. But this is a bond between insan and his Rabb. That's the time Allah Ta'ala has given Ramadan for. The barakat of Rajab and Shabani, the person starts preparing for them. He starts making the, himself ready for that. Otherwise, unfortunately, what happens? At that time before Ramadan, there's no consciousness of it. When it's coming, what's going on? Suddenly out of the blue, it's now the moon of Ramadan has been sighted. The person now starts getting little bit into the mode. And then three, four days down the line, already the whole steam is out. And now the person is like, just well, he's fasting. And well, he'll make the rawi baby. And that's it. But whereas Ramadan was for the maximum, to take the maximum of the Mubarak month. So this is the barakat, barakat of time. In fact, part of this barakat is, to acquire this barakat, there's two things. One is this iman and taqwa, which has been mentioned in this ayat of the Quran Sharif. And then from the amal of Rasulullah what we learn, excessive dua for this barakat. We've just understood in the light of some ahadith only. How much dua of barakat? How much dua we make for barakat? We make barakat for dua, dua for barakat in our homes. Dua for barakat in our marriages. Dua for barakat in our children. Dua for barakat in our wealth. Barakat. The things that bring about this barakat, there are many, many things, but just to touch on a few things before we wrap up. Among the things that become a source of great barakat, one of the aspects that is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, obviously this is what goes without saying, is all the faraiz, wajibat, sunnat muakkada, that is essential. And if that is missing, then that is draining the barakat. If supposing a person is earning a great amount of wealth, but as much as he's earning, everything is getting lost. So at the end of the day, what is going to have left? There's some problem, whatever it is. It's coming in, in big amounts, but then it's getting stolen, something is happening. At the end of the day, when he's balancing the books, there's no balancing. He's gone in the red. So that's not the sensible thing that a person is earning one side, but he's allowing it to get lost. He has to earn it through, protect it as well. So the protection, the bottom line is there must be no, nothing lacking in terms of faraiz, wajibat, sunnat and All these things must happen. Staying away from sin is essential. That is like a huge tank of water, but the person now eats sin, he's poking nails into the tank. And that's going to start leaking. That is essential. But the things that now really bring barakat, among the things, one of the aspects is joining family ties. In the Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah says, "Man ahabba ay yubsata lahu fi rizqi, wa yunsa lahu fi asari, fal yasil rahima." The one who wants barakat in his life and barakat in his wealth. Nabi Sallallahu is giving a prescription: barakat in his life and barakat in his wealth, fal yasil rahima. He should maintain family ties. This will bring barakat in his life and wealth. Outwardly, this seems like. Where is the link? The link Nabi Islam is telling us. He who had sight and true vision, he is telling us, there is a link. Among the things is kindness to parents. This brings tremendous barakat. There is no time to go into the many details, but the one incident which we have discussed many times, which is filled with so much of lesson in it, and a lot of inspiration in it, very briefly, this hadith is in Fazail al-Sadaqat, one person got very ill in the previous nations. Nabi Islam is explaining to the Sahaba Ikram. 
And now he became very ill. He had four sons. So one son started making the khidmat. And then he told the others, his three brothers, that look, let's do some, let's get into a deal. I will take on all the khidmat of our father and leave this to me. And the day he, spa- he passes away, you must keep my share of the inheritance also. So this was like best of both worlds for them. That's what they thought. That don't do anything now and keep his share also. It's a very good deal done. So in any case, this is what he did. He continued now in the khidmat of his father. And as a result, because now this demanded so much of time and effort, he couldn't even pay attention to his own work. Time passed. Eventually the father passed away. The father passed away. So he, now as per the agreement, he forfeited his right already. So he gave everything away to his brothers. So he was penniless. Because he wasn't even earning properly himself all this while. And now he gave everything away. So in any case, now this time passed. He was now in very dire circumstances. Poverty, starvation. One day he sees a dream. And in the dream he's being told that in a certain place, the full description is given, there's hundred dinars, hundred gold coins there. You can go take it, it's yours. The first question he asks, is there barakat in it? He says, no, there's no barakat in it. He wakes up the next morning and remembers the dream, he says, mentions it to his wife. She says, you're worrying about barakat, we're starving here, go bring that hundred dinars and come. So he says, no, there's no barakat in it, I don't want it. The next night he sees the dream again. That this ten dinars in the same place, same description, it's yours, you can take it. Again same question, is there barakat in it? He says, no, there's no barakat in it. Again he mentions the dream the next morning to his wife. She says, again you're worrying about the barakat. We can't, don't have food to eat. You're asking about barakat. He says, no, no, there's no barakat in it, I don't want it. Now this is a lesson in this. The whole topic is barakat. That sometimes the quantity is more, but if there's no barakat in it, then it's going to be a problem. Then the, sometimes the quantity might be more, if there's no barakat in it, the more it is, the greater the problem. Then the third night he sees the dream again. This time he's told there's one dinar there. He asks, is there barakat in it? He says, yes, there's barakat in it. Now the next morning he wakes up, he remembers the dream again. He says, no, I was told there's barakat in it. So he goes. He goes looking for it exactly as described to him in the dream. This was an unseen provision from Allah Ta'ala's side. In any case, he brings that one dinar. As he's returning home, one person is selling fish, two fish. He just caught two fish again. He's selling two, selling two fish. The person now is starving at home, needs something to eat. He asks him, how much is fish? So he says, well, two fish for one dinar. So he passes that one dinar and brings the two fish home. Now he brings the two fish home, gives it to his wife, prepare this fish, we got nothing to eat, something came now today. So now there was hundred dinars first, he didn't take it. Then there was ten, he didn't take that too, because no barakat in it. Now there was one dinar only, but he was told there's barakat in it, he brought the one dinar. Now that one dinar, he parted with that one dinar for the two fish. His wife slips that fish open to clean it up. In each fish there's a unique pearl, unseen. So in any case now, this is something very ajeeb. Two fish only and two fish, each one got a unique pearl in his belly. At that time, the king of the time decides he wants to buy a pearl. Why he wants to buy a pearl at this time? 
Why he didn't think about it two months before that? Why he didn't think about it two months later? Why he only thought about it on that time? Why did that fisherman walk in this person's pathway? All the fish in the sea he didn't catch, he only caught these two. Nobody else caught it where it could have gone somewhere else. None of these things are just coincidences. Allah Ta'ala's nizam. Allah Ta'ala made it happen. Allah Ta'ala made it happen, this dunya is darul asbab. He adopted a certain means. He put himself ready to receive barakat. So sometimes it will happen very dramatically. It won't always happen like so dramatically. But every time there will be that barakat. In which form is not necessary, it will always happen in the same manner. In any case now this king decided he wants to buy this pearl. Buy a pearl. So his people are going around. Somebody came to know that this person has got this pearl. They brought him, saw it really something un, unseen before, something very unique. They knew the value of things. So they finally paid for it 30 camel loads of gold. So they brought the 30 camel loads of gold and came. Uh, the, the, he brought it and came. They took that pearl and went. They presented it to the king. He sees that pearl. He says, this is really something fascinating. Then another thought comes in his heart. That this is really something, but it will really look better if there is a pair. Why he must think now at that time there must be a pair? Was that just a stray thought? No, no, Allah Ta'ala made him think like that. Because he had the money to part with. So now they came back. He said, no, we have got another one. He said, yeah, I got another one. But another one will be double the price. So double the price they were ready to pay. So double the price, 60 load, camel loads of gold. So for that one dinar, the barakat was in it. That one dinar brought that 90 camel loads of gold. But this is not how it will always happen. That that barakat will come in a monetary form. It will sometimes come in a greater form. It will come greater than 9,000 loads of camel. It will come with the tawfiq of deen. It will come with the tawfiq of making the efforts of deen. It will come with the tawfiq of pleasing Allah wa ta'ala. It will come with the tawfiq that a person's in his progeny will be deen. That's barakat. That is the greater barakat. Now this barakat comes, the same prescription. That they bring iman, and they have taqwa. Allah Ta'ala says on this iman and taqwa, you will open up the barakat and the blessings of the heavens and the earth for them. And this is how then they will have the good of dunya also. And the main thing is the good of akhirat. This is what we have to aspire for. This is what we have to make an effort for. This prescription of iman and taqwa. For this is all the efforts of deen as well. That we have to now attach ourselves to the efforts of deen. We become more conscious of our salah. Start performing our five times salah with jama'ah. Becoming conscious about making some tilawat of the Quran Sharif daily. Spending some time in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala daily. Spending time in dua. Asking dua for ourselves, for the entire ummah, for barakat and for every good, for hidayat, and for every good of dunya and akhirat. And together with that, together with making an effort for ourselves, effort for others as well, to bring others on deen as well, for that is all the efforts of deen, the ishtima that is taking place in escort next month, we should try to be there as well. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq, wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillah, make zikr for a few minutes in dua. It's important in the hadith sharif that the person who recites la ilaha illallah hundred times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine at the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will give him the tawfiq of righteous actions and save him from sin. 
and this will become the means of this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. We should therefore make an effort to make this zikr daily in our time and space at home and try and keep up with this daily, inshaAllah. <laughs> وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم نائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهم لا إله إلا الله لا إله Allah, Allah, Jalla Jalaluhu, Amma Nawaluhu, 
Ya Allah, there's everything is open in front of you, Ya Allah. We acknowledge all the wrongs we have done, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but we are deeply ashamed for what you have done, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, after all your bounties and nirmas that you have showered upon us, Ya Allah, despite all your innumerable, countless bounties that we benefit from every second and every moment, Ya Allah, we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. We have been so disloyal, Ya Allah. We have been so shameless, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we used your bounties to disobey you, Ya Allah. We used the strength you gave us to commit haram, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all your nirmas and bounties, we used it to break your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are deeply ashamed of this, what we have done, Ya Allah. We sincerely repent in your house today, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make a firm resolution not to go back to the sins, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, shower your maghfirat on the Ummah, Ya Allah. Shower your rahmat on the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the pain and suffering of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the hardships and difficulties of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant us and the entire Ummah the tawfiq of those a'mal that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us and the entire Ummah from those a'mal that bring down azad, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Guide us to the straight path, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Grant the entire ummah istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Save us from all the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Only with your protection can we be saved, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, look after us like the little babies. Look after, Ya Allah. Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatil waleed. Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatil waleed. Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatil waleed. Allahul Alameen, you guide us, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. You save us from all the evils and vices, Ya Allah. Full of our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Full of our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Full of our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Full of our hearts with the love of his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Let us live his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, full of our hearts with the love of Deen, Ya Allah. Full of our hearts with the love of the A'mal of Deen, Ya Allah. Full of our hearts with the love of the efforts of Deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept us in our progeny till Qiyamah for the effort of Deen, Ya Allah. With Ikhlas and Afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who are sick in them, Shifaya Kamila, Ajila, Mustamirra, Daima. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, remove every taste of their ailments, Ya Allah. Grant us cure from all our spiritual ailments, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us cure from our physical ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, those with any kind of financial difficulties, remove with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant us halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who have passed away, fill their covers with nur, Ya Allah. Make them complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Grant them the highest stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, in the time of our death, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Take us on Iman and Kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on Tawbat and Nasuh, Ya Allah. Allah, take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Allah, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allah, don't take us to task on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Allah, there is nothing we can give an account of, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, even our good deeds are sins, Ya Allah. Due to the intentions are so broken, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there is so much of deficiency and wrong in it, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, what can we present to you, Ya Allah? It is only your grace and mercy that can save us, Ya Allah. Show your grace and mercy upon us, Ya Allah. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, throughout the world, Ya Allah, wherever the Muslims are, Ya Allah, grant them afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in, in deen, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in dunya, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, Ya 
Allah grant one and all the tawfiq of fulfilling all the commands of deen, Ya Allah. Save every one from all the haram and the caps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah, all the efforts of deen, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah, istima to take place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat for one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have raised their hands to this dua, Ya Allah. All those who asked us to make dua for them, Ya Allah. You are the know of each one's heart, Ya Allah. You know each one's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's jai's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat to each one, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the greatest need that we have, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, that Ya Allah, make us yours, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this is our greatest need, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have you, we have everything, Ya Allah. We don't have you, we have nothing, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa begged for, Allah grant us as well, Ya Allah. Whatever Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sought refuge from, Allah you save us as well, Ya Allah. Allahu inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله